Jeff, Michael, Johnson. <sighs> we are back in <sighs> the pop kitchen. It has been so long. It so feels like it's been forever, Leslie. It's been um, 79 weeks. Welcome back. <laughs> it's been so I'm long. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm and so excited that I'm not even doing my screaming. I'm like holding back because I know that I'll just like everything. And <sighs> We're uh, forever scared by clipping. <laughs> we talk like this now to people. Hi, weird. everybody. Hi. Plus, we've been listening to a lot of NPR podcasts <laughs> in order to better our podcasting. So of course we are. This is who we are now. Not at all. Not I'm, at all. I'm not, I'm not just excited for 2020 Pop Kitchen. I'm excited because... It is, everybody, what? ladies what is and it? gentlemen, what drum it, roll, do everything, backflips, snot out your nose, a good excitement, it's Jeff Michael Johnson's birthday. Woo! It's my birthday, oh, I just wrote this song for my birthday on the spot now, yeah. I feel like it's the Mariah uh, I birthday mean, song, obviously. It's, it, you know, her as a songwriter is in me. I you are her. I, Jeff is Mariah, Mariah is Jeff. A little bit. Jeff, you're turning 23. 23. I read on your uh, bio that you sent on me. On my Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. You're a baby, a baby in New York City, living your life, uh-huh. rocking out 2020. I'm turning 23 plus 14. Oh, God, uh, that was almost worse. <laughs> nope. I, I'll never do that math, okay. so right. might as no, well be we 23. Um, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, starting a whole new year on our whole new podcast. Well, new not podcast. new podcast, but Welcome new season. Welcome to season two. Welcome, everybody. Season two. There are so many big things in store. We can't wait to tell you about everything that's yes. coming up for season two. We're beyond thrilled. But today, I mean... We're celebrating your birthday. I we are mean, doing 1983. We are going to look back at some of the hits that kind of you remember in your core, in your DNA yeah, from that in year. In my DNA. What it's brought like we Jeff Michael Johnson. together. Yes. Oh, these songs were definitely birthed with birthed you. together. Yes. This, especially <laughs> one in particular. I think if it was, if not your real mom, the song mom is this song that we're going to talk about today. Okay. We're going to get right into it because I just can't wait. I'm too excited. We'll say bye-bye to our gorgeous Pop Kitchen track, even though I'm so happy to hear it again. Aww, I'm so happy. We've missed you. It's been so long. Guys, let's get it. Jeff, what do you want to talk about first? What 1983 was a big year. You were born. Um, I the was piano born. was born. I believe that was the year people started playing <laughs> piano. Because that's all I think of about you. Mm, well, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. As the compliment that it was meant to, not the um, sort of cut down that makes me feel even older, as though I was born the year the piano was invented. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I heard. I'm just going to take it as the compliment that... In my head, yeah. me and the piano Arctic are one. in your head. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Um, all right. So should we kick this off? Do you want to just go? Where, where, yeah, I have like, to. Okay. Ju- I'm just going to. This is going to happen. This is starting. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is who Jeff Michael Johnson is, everybody. Okay. 2019, we so, thought it was Mariah. It's actually not. It's All right. This. So this is the thing that we did when Leslie, we did Leslie's podcast. We did um, a few songs from 1980 or from 1986 and yep. then some, a couple things from just that mean music to her. We're starting in this weird place because I can't even talk about music without talking about the 1991 single Voices That Care by David Foster. Okay. And I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Most of you are not going to know this track. I get it. Oh, and there's Peter Cetera coming through already. There's not going to be, we're not, oh. Every emotion is coming to me. This embodies me as music. 
Um, <laughs> I'm struggling for tell, words. Tell us what right. the song was written for. So Let's this is one back, of those live aid style things, We Are the World style thing, yep. where we did a super group. We brought everyone together to do an aid for this one. It was for the Desert Storm, mm-hmm. the Operation Gulf War thing, Operation wow. Desert Storm, Gulf War, all those names that we had. Yeah. All right. And very Tom I am Cruise-ish. Eight, yeah. <laughs> Operation Desert Storm starring Tom Cruise. I am eight years old when this song made its appearance, okay? Yep. But it came with a documentary, all right? Ooh. As many good songs do. It'd be a really good yeah. idea to take a song, song on a journey with a documentary. 100. Noted. Pin. Later. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Um, I watched this documentary, this hour-long, long-form music video, like every day. For Obsessed. what must have been two years, I think. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know most of these people then. I knew some of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was familiar. Like, uh, Fresh Prince, Will Smith is on here at one oh. point. I'm like, I knew him. We were yeah. watching the TV show. Okay. But I'm eight years old. Like, right. I don't have a good knowledge of artists. I didn't know who David Foster was until then. And this was my introduction to David Foster, who now, in my head, is like... A kingish. Kind yeah, of king. he's like, yeah. in my head... We talk about Max as the god mm-hmm. of all pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Foster is like this, the godfather or something yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Like he's older than and, 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 and preceded him. Yeah. Um, he's and really like, rules a specific bubble sound uh, that he created. Which this is ballad a m- Jeff Johnson sound. sound. Yeah. Like, even hearing that piano introduce, like I could play that in my hand, and my hand just knows how to play that yeah. because that's it's inside of me. Well, so when there's you're... all these artists that come into this song. Name a few. <laughs> Give us a few. Michael Bolton, first I of all. I love Michael Bolton. Peter Cetera is all over it. He actually co-wrote the track okay. with David and his then wife Linda Thompson. <laughs> Um, we can get into David we'll and his wives. The, we can do a whole episode <laughs> or seven on David myself. All right. You've been talking. You've been oh, on some rabbit trails I, of David I've been and, on and current wife, Catherine, Catherine McPhee. McPhee. Yeah. Wow. He's, He's been through some ladies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, musically, though, I, I love him. Oh, 100%. Personally, whatever, Dave. Um, <laughs> but, Okay. Celine Dion is on this track. Now, Celine Dion blows it out of the water, of course. And I want to tell you something. She must have been young at this. She's very young. Yeah. Very young. We didn't know how to pronounce her name. Um, Oh. So it was like Celine Dion? Dion? We always just called her the French girl (laughs) in the song. We didn't know. My brothers and I referred to her as the French girl. And then when the French girl came out with songs, like in in, I think in that calendar year, um... The self-titled Celine, is it the self-titled Celine album that came out okay. with that head? If you asked me to, yeah. and then she did Beauty and the Beast with people Bryson, and that's when really her like American fame took off okay. with those tracks. We were like, oh, the French girl, here she is. Now she has some great songs, and we loved her totally. And now it's like, by the way, it's Celine Dion. Is it that hard to pronounce <laughs> Celine? As though that's the crazy name. <laughs> like it was just. Celine you guys Dion. really struggled with. <laughs> Welcome to white mid Midwest America, God, where Jeff. we were just not exposed. The Johnson family, <laughs> Brett, Scott, and Jeff, were not exposed to names such as the, Celine Dion. The two syllable really threw you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I There's know. There's an e at the There's end. An e and it's like, do you don't really pronounce it? And Dion. 
I'm there's... sorry. I can't <laughs> say that. Oh. French girl. Well, French she crushed girl. it, and that song was almost it. 10 minutes long and fantastic. <sighs> it's not 10 minutes long. I mean, I'm we, also, we can't say anything negative about Voices That Care. Thank you. Oh, so no, no. Much. There is nothing negative of about course, um, a group of semi permed 80s <sighs> superstars getting uh. together, holding their hand on headphones. Oh, yes. Hand on headphones. Guys, I can picture Celine. Literally, Celine is doing this in one of the parts, and she's singing this with her right hand on her headphone, <laughs> and the other one is like, you know how it is? It's like the other Half left off. is slightly yeah. cocked, and she's going, You are the voice, you are the light. And she's just like, with everything she has, I think this is pre chest bump. She didn't give oh. me a boom, but <laughs> she had the other hand in the air, I think, as she was going, and she like, looks up, she's like, all unassuming. Is that okay? And David uh, Foster and Peter like, Cetera are just like taken yeah. back with how effortlessly she just sings these notes. Oh my <sighs> god! Were there any um, in that documentary? Were there any like musicians pl- pretending to play the track also on? Can you remember any of like you know? Because well, in the Live Aid, like there was all the Phil Collins pretending to play piano and like, well, not a lot of that. Kenny G does have a real a, solo. You know, Kenny G, um, guitarist Mark Knopfler is in there as well well, doing a guitar solo. So, like, both of those are real musicians that they incorporate um, and have a a very cool post-80s, early 90s, like, squiggles in the... It's very uh, aha, take that for some reason. They did some squiggles in there. Like, when Mark Knopfler's does his solo... (laughs) Am I saying his name right? Knopfler? It's always hard for me to say. No, that's Um, that's better than your Celine Dion. (laughs) Celine Dion. When he the easiest when, name. Well, I know. We but, we're gonna. But I never struggled with Mariah Carey. It's like, is that and is that easier than Celine Dion? Oh my god. Yeah, oh whatever. God. There were squiggles in, in Mark's part, guitar part, oh, in the music video. They tried to get like a little artsy. Yeah, as a little well. artsy. And then they bring in the sports players. Oh, of course. Um, which right. I was into like then. Like OJ Simpson. Were. <laughs> I think it's post OJ Simpson. Oh. But like Michael Jordan, David okay. Robinson, Magic okay. Johnson, big basketball players, which is yeah. what my brothers were super into at that oh, time. Right. So I you knew guys all love of basketball. them. Yeah. yeah, early 90s basketball, I can rattle off some trivia like that. Right. You go like 97 and You're I'm done. like, sports thing? Huh? <laughs> um, to find a very specific trivia <laughs> night for you to go to. Right. <laughs> it's a early window. 90s NBA. That's, That's all I it. got. Um, <laughs> no, it's a great song. And you, I remember um, one of like the first few things when Jeff and I were starting to like become like friends last year and really talk ab- like, you know, when you find that other weird person in your life and you're like, okay, I think I can kind of let my, my crazy <laughs> out a little bit. So Jeff took like kind of a look at me across the room and he's like, um, I don't know if you ever kind of seen this footage or like, I think I meant, I think you said something about Live Aid last week. Well, there's this amazing song by Jeff And I couldn't even keep it in and I start talking faster and higher and yes. higher and I just go off like I'm doing now because it means, like it means the it, world to me. It was like me. a core part of you getting yeah. into music and to see probably in the studio behind the scenes, it brings you to look now here, however many years later that is, I will never know, but however many years that is, we're still obsessed with like what goes behind a, a song uh, and that's why uh-huh. you loved this. Uh-huh. We loved when the wizard pulls back the curtain right. and that's You're that right. song. And this yeah. is one of the earliest, 
the earliest thing that I can remember of, of this that. because yeah. it's it's this guy who I'm learning for the first time, David Foster. He's and like, then I start oh. learning of all of the stuff that I already liked that he was a part of. Yeah. Those things always you connect blew my the mind. Dots. Like, oh, all of this 80s Chicago with him and Peter Cetera. Oh, all of this somewhat cheesy but so amazing piano keyboard type stuff is all like David Foster. I love it. Oh, and my mind is just starting to go boom, boom, and I'm firing on all cylinders. And then he's working with Celine Dion later because Celine Dion so much later. (laughs) Now that's (laughs) the only name I'm going to be able to use for her forever. Um, it, It just pieces it all together. You're so young getting into that. I love that. Baby Jeff, and you used to steal. Your brothers were saying like all of the, the I told the, you this. yes, yeah. the keyboard and yeah. Everything. So I uh, I actually texted my brothers today, and I was like, okay, tell me some things like remind me of me as a kid musically. We're doing a birthday episode. What do you remember? And they both like quickly fired back. Well, I have two older brothers, Brett and Scott. Scott was is the one just older than me. He had this like two octave, like tiny little keyboard. This is not even a MIDI like controller. Mm-hmm. This is a two octave keyboard <laughs> meant for a six year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or like a very like small a, person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Little Casio thing. Yeah. And it was Scott's. It was his keyboard, but oh, he, I stole it every day. Like it became. It just was mine. I just. You're, we're done with this, Scott. I'm not asking anymore. I'm not asking for permission. I have inherited this. A uh, thank you. And so I would take it, and I that is my first learning to love the piano. I would figure out little melodies mm-hmm. um, like this, um, like a lot of this, much very simple stuff. I remember one of the earliest melodies, you'll be very surprised, I'm not, I did not include this in the birthday <laughs> episode, was the Phantom of the Opera. Got it. Boopy. I was doing that oh, a wow. lot as a child. Child yeah. genius over here. <laughs> one finger melodies on a Casio. I don't know if that's I was what a, a lot of producers that are number one but, right now do. So well, it's not. I that. guess that's true. Yeah. All right, I am a genius. Thank you. It's my birthday. I'll own it. <laughs> you should. Um, um, especially with what another one? Like, so, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. So just like I, I would always do this. And I remember learning the all these little tiny riffs, like uh, in piano, anything that was clearly a piano like a very clear piano sound just drew me to it and I would try to figure that out and I would sit for hours like um I would record the song yeah. you know how we all did back record the oh song on the radio pause play, yes. hit, hit record and then can't wait to get that whole track on totally. your cassette tape and then I would play that stuff back over and and I would hit I would play three notes and pause. I had zero knowledge of music. Wow. You know, I didn't have any theory. I had no understanding of what was happening. So I literally am just pitch matching. Wow. I'm going, okay, I heard bit now over here on my keyboard. Do, do, bit, do, bit. And I would just pitch it. match. Wow. And I would do this very slowly at first, you know. What age were um, you when someone in the house noticed that they should get you some lessons? Or? <sighs> Um, it was probably like fifth grade. It wasn't until then that I took, started taking lessons. Um, yeah, I, I can remember where we were in, in our houses. Yeah. Of, you know how yeah. like you have that kind of a memory. Um, and then I started finally taking piano lessons. I think the sixth grade was my first formal piano lesson. Not oh, wow. until then, but I was probably te- fairly fluid. Like, yourself. yeah, I mean, I was teaching myself, but I had no um no theory like no yeah. no framework for yeah. what i was doing so the early days of lessons for me were both on one hand so exciting mm-hmm. and so frustrating because yeah. you're learning some of the stuff that um, 
is kind of basic. I'm like, I've done this, but you have to learn it the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, I'm starting to get names and a language yeah. for what I was doing. Yeah. You know? And now I could say, oh, that's why I played these notes in this sequence because of a key. Yeah. There's a key to every song. <laughs> Who knew? There's a time signature. And yeah. like all these things are like, oh, okay. That's why this all worked. Totally. And it was just like blowing sure. my mind. And so much fun. I want to see pictures of that time period. Ooh, oh We're we going to post the cutest picture of Jeff oh, um, on our oh, can't Instagram. Wait. Can't wait. Um, now we're going, we're going to move to our next artist. We'll say bye to David Foster (sighs) and we're going to go to another smash, like smash Shola from 1983. Check this one out. Here we go. Is coming. Big. Speaking of piano. Yeah. Right. Yes. Everything in this is piano. His voice is great. So great. Okay. You know, so this is this is one of the tracks that was a big this was a number one song in fall of nineteen eighty three. Okay. As I am seven, eight months old or whatever. Still in there cooking. (sighs) Yeah. And (laughs) um what's crazy, like obviously the Billy Joel, I had to include a Billy Joel because he's a huge influence. His piano playing is how does every pop pianist like learns this stuff? Like, right. You, we hear best. Billy and I start another one of the artists that I sit for hours and I'm trying to mimic some of the things that he does with my little tapes. Aww. And later in life, now I finally had some CDs and <laughs> I did have some Billy CDs that I could play. And Was um, he as like classically trained as say David Foster or is he more just like by ear? Uh, no, I, B- Billy's uh, pretty classically trained. He okay. actually, you know, his last, the last like album that he did sure. was, he did this pop album. His last pop album was River of Dreams, 95. Okay. Believe it or not. Is this crazy, by the way? Hold on. Billy Joel's last pop album was 1995. Yeah, I was just about to stop you. What? 1995. 25 years ago was the last time Billy Joel put out original pop music. And he still... Huge, and he still sells out Madison Square Garden every month. He must have done albums, though. He has then. not really done anything, like wow. as far as recording. Wow, it's ridiculous. But after that, he put out, he wrote a classical album, like, and he re- wrote and released a classical piano album. Okay, just like eh, I'm bored. Here's some classical music I whipped up because I'm a genius. Interesting. And, yeah. Uh, Okay, so definitely classically trained then. Yeah, if you're yeah, doing yeah. A he's album. a he's a big deal, of course. I yeah. say that about a lot of people. I get yeah. it. He's he's and he was a big influence, of course. Um, I th- what uh what what I always remember about Billy Joel growing up since this album um was this, this is Innocent Man, right? This is um, yes. I'm double checking. This yeah. came off of Innocent, Innocent Man, Man July which 28th. probably I wouldn't have known it then, but looking back, I'm gonna call probably my favorite Billy album just okay. because of what's on it. There's an awful lot on um, there. Yeah. And what's funny is the songs then, like in this next time, next span of Billy, plus his back catalog, as I'm listening to the radio with mom in the car and all of this, I this was another like spark moment in my brain because Billy sounds so different. He does different things with his voice. Mm-hmm. It's like he's always done this... Um, 
it's almost a – I'm totally putting this on him. I don't know this for a fact. But it's almost like a game where he says, I will write a song in this style yeah. and make a hit. And, you know and that's what, I mean? what this innocent man was. It yeah. was very much thrown into the Motown. Right. I mean, I know he's very Motown anyway, but – this album specifically, right. like Uptown The Girl, Longest Time like, is on here, which is, yeah. It's very much b- back to like Detroit uh-huh. sound, Motown, early and Motown. Absolutely. Yeah. And he does, like he does some things stylistically with his voice that mm-hmm. mimics a lot of that, yeah. which makes his tracks sound different. So as a kid, I'm hearing these songs that I enjoy, Tell Her About It, Longest Time, Uptown Girl, yep. all in this era. And then we're getting like we didn't start the fire as a little bit later. A little bit, and, and that's a little poppier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't know they were the same guy. Like. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, it pieced and them together later. And then I remember this time when I was like, "Hold on, mm-hmm. this is all by a man named William Joel," and I'm just like, "What?" Once oh again, gosh. mind blown as a child, going. Uh, who is this genius yeah. creating all this stuff that sounds so different in all these different genres yeah. in a sense? Obviously, we're still like in this very top 40 mainstream style. Yeah. But borrowing from, obviously, borrowing from different genres. Yeah. Um, that just like, I didn't know what to do with that. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Right. And I mean, they this all is... really were from him because if you look through all the songs, it's just 100 percenters. I mean, the oh same with David Foster, really, but sounds like some of his wives, but like with with um, Billy Joel, it's like he, he wrote with well, this one anyway, Tell Her About It, and then it was produced by Phil Ramone. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah, I was trying to look up. I'm not... I'm, I can't get this for an exact fact, but basically every album says all songs, music and lyrics, Billy Joel. Yeah. Like, he just wrote it all himself. There was barely ever co-writers. I don't know. Maybe never. I was trying to find that yeah, for one sure. Other I person. can't exactly see. Um, for the most part, I'm I pretty much safe to say that it's him. From yeah. what I looked up. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't find something that was not. So, I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, if you're going to go that hard with some classic hit songs that will be around forever, I would stop around 95, too. I'd be like, <laughs> Ugh, I'll just live in an island. I'll, you know, maybe I'll play MSG. Like, is it open once a month? Once a month. He does once That's a fine. month. Once a month is great. Uh-huh. Talk to you guys later. Uh-huh. I won't. I don't need to write any more 100 percenters. I'm uh-huh. good. <laughs> yeah. 100 exactly. percenters. I know, it's ridiculous. Folks, He's that amazing. Guys, that doesn't happen anymore. That's why we, we always try and talk about how many writers are in a song to, to highlight how these classics are even more of a classic. 100%. I know. So, yeah, Billy, big. D- so, which is going to lead us to our next 100%er? Here's oh. our theme for apparently. That's true. In 1983, <laughs> another, they were. Yeah. They were this like. This is another 1983. <sighs> it. it this is, oh my God, this is one of my favorites I mean, from the 80s in general. I come on, the drama. <laughs> Jeff, you're is so me. drama. You really are. You're so drama. Like this, so much. Can you give me more drama? Like, off that? Are you kidding? It's crazy. Just that intro piano line. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit and like, and you're never coming around. Turn What's so funny to me, it's like it's hints at this duet, but it's not really a duet. It's just like, you know what? It'd be better if someone else sang that line. Why is it a call and response? I know. I haven't watched enough footage on this 
to does, does uh, what's his face Diamond even talk anywhere about like why know. or was just some guy trying to get her attention while they were recording and he decided to put it in melody and she's just like every now and then I fall apart <laughs> Dude, I'm in the middle of a song. And oh. he's like, turn around, buddy. Your lunch is here in the studio. Where should I put it? Do you want I it know. in there? Do you want it in there? And she's like, turn around. I'm in the middle of a song. I love that this was in this de- this year because like, even more than a single track, what's great about this is the fact that it can lead us to talk about the writer of this track, Jim Steinman, and yeah. what this thing is. Like, This is all he wrote. Big, fat drama numbers right meatloaf so he did meatloaf's big albums which includes the biggest singles um you know and that sounds exactly like that sounds exactly like this <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think because he I'm, I'm pretty sure he had to produce them too um yeah yeah no wrote, it's written and produced yeah yeah and he like won't let someone else produce it yeah. i think because okay. I, I do know for a fact that he wrote it's all coming back to me now by once again full circle what is celine dion i didn't even realize how she's coming back for and me all of oh, she, good time oh, 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 it's <laughs> all coming back to me now celine you are oh. my, my biggest influence in life who knew <gasps> sorry mariah Jill. mariah take it easy mariah no okay. i still love you i'm not i shall never betray you but Celine was prior to Mariah. Apparently, she had some influences earlier in my life that I yeah. wasn't even aware of. That is why we've Whoa. called Pop Kitchen Pop Therapy now. Uh, no uh, I know. I That's know. crazy. All the Celine connections. All of the oh Celines. My goodness. If we find a Celine Billy Joel connection, it's over. Um, <laughs> we could just stop doing our show. <laughs> that would be the end of everything. That'll have to be the end. So he wrote and produced all of those songs. You know where I go when I listen to a Steinman song? I'm like, it's slightly like a black and white video, but sure. with like a blue tint. There's lots of like linen cloth curtains oh, that's, blowing. I mean, that's the all coming back to me yes, now video for there's, sure. There's lots of that. Like there's whatever artist um, being kind of slid into the video not walking but they're on some kind of a pulley system um and also in white linen-y dresses sure. and clots um, or if you're a man you have like fringy white Fringe, linen yeah. sleeves and sure. um, also with uh, and a towel off cloth a la meatloaf um and, and just dark forest in the background so that's where I know nothing to Forest. do with your birthday. Just again, I like to bring in the videos. Oh, it's drama. That's, that's why it's about my birthday. Yeah. It's drama. <laughs> it's drama. So thank you, Simon, for kind of giving us haunting songs and haunting videos. Haunting. Classics. Oh, love it. I, I was his last I'm song? trying to remember if uh, if there's a specific, is this in a video somewhere or is it? Is there a meatloaf connection? One of them, I think it's one of the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do anything for love. That's where it is. It's like I instantly think of this animal. Like a werewolf animal. And I think that's what it was. It's from the yes. all coming. It's a. No, Meatloaf. I would do anything yes. for love music video. He Meatloaf changes is literally into a beast. Yeah. in a beast costume. Is that what it is? Did they do a Beauty and the Beast I think, reference yes. idea? Yeah, because he had that suit no. on. Also, what is this Steinman that I'm realizing that loves the mini duet? Not a real duet, <laughs> but like here we are because the lady comes into totally. It's All Coming Back to Me. And I keep referencing, sorry. The lady comes into I Do Anything for Love. Yeah, who was Will that? you raise me up? Well, I don't know. No one knows who it is. <laughs> we all th- I thought it was Melissa Etheridge for a hot second. No. It's not. No, no. It's not, they it's wouldn't, not at all. That's they just when it came out that. in the early 90s and I didn't know well enough. But yeah. Um, um, a half duet. A half duet. Totally. Clips has that thing. A do. Or not an a et. Do. Et. Just a do. 
That's uh, I never. Either. Oh, you just light bulb. That's amazing. He loved that. Yeah, because it's like it's just a very heightened background singer, right? Uh, I mean, you can't think of it's all coming back to me now without the forever. Like all of that stuff is so important to the way it is, and it's it's like this weird mini duet. Jim Steinman, I would love to have a coffee with him. He, I know, I want to know like if his hair is so still the same. Interesting. His um, hair is pretty epic. Epic, but yeah, I do yeah. know that he had like he he had to produce that track off of Celine's um, Falling Into You album. Like, he's not producing anywhere else, and it was just, like, this one track he wrote and produced on her album, and boom, then he's it. Like, that's it. I love this mini duet. <laughs> this is absolutely <gasps> it's so blowing my mind. It's strange. Well, he did, though. like, Disney stuff, too, obviously. What has he got Whistle in down the wind. Oh. He, uh, he did Air Supplies, Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Okay, guys, new goal for 2020. We... we Jim, we're coming to see you. We're going to find out more he, about Jim Steinman. Yeah, no, he's alive. Oh, he yeah. lives in New York. Yeah, he does. Great. Look at look at the Wikipedia page has him at Joe's Pub. Oh, like, <laughs> even closer. Like he's, just like, he's just down the block. <laughs> he's waiting. <laughs> what up, Jim? Because on whatever picture you are on <laughs> in Wikipedia, that's where you live. That's where you currently uh, <laughs> live. Absolutely. I live in a bathtub. Because that's where my photo shoot took place. <laughs> so I'm uh, consistently Wait, is that what your cold. Page is? I think so. It's like oh one. My God. I, I didn't know this. I think it's Literally one. Googling page. it right now. I think going it's still to Leslie's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Oh, there's. Oh, maybe it's oh, gone. Oh, because it's. Oh, because it's. We're doing a. There's a changeover. There's going to be a changeover because yes. I know this is all about me today, and I'm happy to own that. But Leslie <laughs> has some big news coming up, and we can't wait to share. <laughs> so here's the quick sidebar that we do want to say is that Pop Kitchen season two began yeah. today. We have had some big plans. We wanted to do a big kind of new rollout. We've got some branding stuff. we got some stuff coming up. Life has hit us in very good ways, and a lot of changes are going on. So all I'm going to say is stick around with us for the journey of Season 2 Pop Kitchen. We yeah. don't know what it's going to hold. It is obviously going to be extremely epic. Uh, Leslie will bring the epic. Jeff will bring the drama. Okay? <laughs> That's a great pairing. Yeah, I know. it's good. It's gonna be perfect. We're not too sure of what the format will be, or the actual scheduling, or uh, you know, release dates. Uh, right. Like like our old Fridays every Friday. <laughs> Jeff makes funny sounds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit. That. Guys, I've been sick for like eighteen we, months. It's it's. Uh, this is just who I we're am. We're gonna get I don't you know. better. We're gonna get you better. Jim Steinman <laughs> is gonna f- fix it. Oh, can he do that, Doctor Jim? Uh, um, probably. Oh, um, good. We're, we don't That's know what good. the actual schedule is going to be and whatnot, so we'll probably have some more sparse episodes. But yes, definitely agree with Jeff. Perfect. It's going to be a very epic, um, different year. We might be traveling a little bit. And speaking of traveling, yeah, check speaking this. Speaking of traveling. Yeah, different places. Oh, let's travel. Let's travel uh, a little bit. This also... This, I, is, a, this is even I mean, bigger than Total Eclipse. Well, well this is just bigger. In general. Than anything we've played. Like, this is one of the biggest things yeah. to happen. And not in our, I guess in my lifetime, not in yours. Uh, no, this is huge in mine. I'm only a few well, years behind you. Right. Um, now, we have to mention the song because it was technically released originally in 1982. Ooh. It hasn't had its Leave. heyday <laughs> Leave right in 83. <laughs> and it does this weird thing. 
So you look up the songs. I we you know we we look at the Billboard charts kind of as our reference to things yep. like what was mattered at what times. And Africa by Toto comes back for one week to hit number one, like at the end of January or something Just like that. Just for your birthday. Just yeah, it's so weird. And obviously, it's it had this weird resurgence in the last two or three years, where. <laughs> Have we, have we talked Jeff about it? Jeff has a resurgence kitchen? every four years. No, just no, 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 by hold itself. On. Leslie, no, no, but something happened. Yeah. And I There think was a cover. Weezer. Yeah. Weezer oh, did a Weezer? cover, which oh. is crazy that like Weezer. Could sing that. Are, and their cover's great for the record. If you're not familiar with it, it's great. It, it did spur on this strange resurgence where this was the song of 2018. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I heard it all the time. I had a running joke. And a tech running group message with some friends, <laughs> Tito's and Toto, because basically oh, we'd kind of take a shot. Not really, but you know, it was take our joke that yeah. because we would hear this song all the time, and it was just you know in the around summer where I pointed out mm-hmm. where like is anyone realizing that Toto's Africa is everywhere right now? Yeah, like this 25, 30 year old song is all of a sudden everywhere. Also, did I just say 25 as though, like, I didn't know it's released on my birthday, so clearly it's 35 <laughs> years old a couple years ago, whatever. <laughs> I still want to be 25, maybe. That's you fine. Can, age is nothing. No, age is nothing. Do you know yeah. what my internal age is? Um, you're really thinking hard, and yeah, I Yeah, I am it. really thinking. What is my internal age? Well, sometimes you're your actual age. Um... But like when you're in your real giddy playfulness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, 18, 19, 14. 12. Okay. My internal age is 12. All right. It's something I talk to my therapist about. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. We don't have any insights on it yet. You just want to stay there. You're just stuck just, at 12. Yeah. Um, two writers on that. Um, um, David and Jeff. Jeff is on this Jeff, song. Yes. That's why I'm so rich. David Page and Jeff. Didn't even know. Picaro. Um, all right, Leslie, here's yep. the last song that I'm going to throw at you. Today is just like a whirlwind. We're just like this. We're like this. We're like this. I mean, I guess it's me. It's dramatic. It's fast paced. And we're just moving quickly birthday. through it all. It's my birthday. Um, and it's appropriate to be the last song. Yes. I haven't told you what it was. Just oh, like you kept like, something secret from me. Exactly. So mm-hmm. this is another song. We, I had to mention Voices That Care. I couldn't yes. keep Voices That Care a secret because nobody knows that song. <laughs> it's not like a big reveal, Voices That Care. Oh, everyone would be so bored. But this song is the other side of me musically uh, growing up that like influenced me in such a way and kind of you know, really um, made me really get into music. The David Foster, the Billy Joel we mentioned are the piano, the playing, the the listening to writers and all the stuff. But first and foremost, I think I grew up singing. Mm -hmm. So like I sang along to everything. I was five and six singing along to um, Sandy Patty. I'm sure you don't know who Sandy Patty is. She is an old school Christian singer. Greatest, honestly, one of the greatest voices of all time. Like a beautifully trained classically trained voice but can do some pop stuff as well i i grew up singing along to her as a five-year-old hitting belting these soprano notes wow um wow so that's kind of some of that early influence uh of singing anyway so i had to include the last song for today is end of the road by boys to men oh great song yeah because this to the end of the road Still I can't 
natural. Ooh, you belong to me. Ooh, I belong to you. And um, if you have to this day, yeah, I'm, I love so, that you know. It's oh, yes. so good. It's so oh good. L.A. Reid, Babyface, uh, and I think uh, it's Daryl Simmons is the other, wow. is the third who got like, I mean. The, the 90s R&B legends yeah, like, again, wrote now, this that's song. a pocket of producers to discuss. That we have not gone no, down because we, it's not we as will. much our wheelhouse, but it is like very important. Let's roll into them in the next few weeks. Absolutely. That's a great Baby conversation. Face stuff, yeah. uh, so good. Oh, what a good song, Jeff. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, And if you've really ever good. been, one day, we haven't done this. We haven't road tripped together, Leslie. We're going it's to. It's coming. Yeah. Um, one day we will road trip together. And if you've ever been in the car with me for... I would say any length that would call a road trip, which to me needs to be like more than four or five hours. You I know have what I mean? a 12 hour drive for you. All right. We're so, in. Okay. Um, so not just a quick jaunt upstate. No. You know what I mean? I need a road trip. This song will be played okay. and I will sing every note that Wanya, it's bad. It's so bad. You'll do but all I will the harmonies sing. And everything. He does that whole thing. thing I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do because I know I'm going to be And it's like, I. This is what I learned, and like it's just straight out of my nose, and it's nasty, and like I'm bur- bursting blood vessels of just course. to hit these notes. Yeah. Because how else would you do it? But like Wanye, who's mm-hmm. the boys to men singing that part again. I knew all four of their names on their first album. They all had nicknames that I yeah. knew at one point. I worked with one of them. I now I can't remember. Uh, Sean, probably yeah. Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because <laughs> I know which one you worked with, and you've never told me it was Sean Stockman. Um, Right? No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, because yeah. he's the one that actually went on to do more behind-the-scenes music Top stuff. Planning. He would write yeah. and produce, whereas um, the others were a little bit more vocalists. And totally. no one really knows what happened to uh, Michael McCreary at the bass. There were these rumors that he died. Oh. He never died. Just there were then rumors that was falling out. I think he had health problems, and okay. he just couldn't tour with Didn't, them anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, middle school Jeff loved. loved Boys to Men. This song came out in the interim between their first and second album, yeah. right before Boys to Men 2 came out. And I I remember I had to buy Boys to Men 2 when it came out. And it had On Bended Knee, Ugh. Water Runs Dry, mm-hmm. Thank You, which was not as popular long term. Cause even though when times got rough, you never turn away. And I thank oh, love that song. And of course, it also had I'll Make Love to You. Now, here's what I have oh, to point out. Oh, my God. Christian upbringing. I think I just felt guilty. I'm not even sure if I was told to get rid of the CD, but it had Mm. I'll Make Love To You. And if you know the album, it had the song 50 Candles, which was also like just very like, get in here and rip off your clothes, girl. (laughs) It was just one of those classic R&B songs. And like I kind of, I was, I had to get rid of the CD. Really? Yeah. I like, I think I, I think I bought it a total of three times because I bought it and got rid of it and bought it and got rid of it. And then like, Fuck it all. This is great music. I'm keeping this CD. Did you have to hide it? I don't think so. My parents were never really that strict. It was more just about like, I felt uh, guilty at one point for uh, having bad music. Did you throw it out yourself? Yeah. Oh my God. I was such a good boy. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> just broke parts of me. <laughs> it's okay. It's all part of the journey. And Oh no, I know. I just, I, that I just broke me a little bit inside. No, think of you throwing out this <laughs> CD like up on your own will. You know, oh. I'd say it's my old Irish Catholic guilt, but it's not. It's my old Baptist Michigan guilt. <laughs> it's gonna... it's its own monster. They're they're fun little well, things. Well, <sighs> thank God we're in 2020. 
birthday and you can listen to that song whenever I you know, want. I know, and I might be karaokeing to it tomorrow. <gasps> we'll see where this nasal congestion gets me if I can <laughs> hit those notes for, of Wanye. <laughs> Wanye, we're coming. But you know what I really could get now, probably right now, is Sleep. Girl, I'm here for you. <laughs> All those times and night when you just hurt me, just ran out with that other fella. Baby, I knew about it. I just didn't care. I love it so much. I'm just going to live in that place. You I'll be a bass to boys to men. There's no way you'll stay in bass tone tomorrow night for more than no. 10 seconds. No, because it takes relaxation. And we all know Jeff doesn't have a left chill. Happy birthday to the most amazing co-host, the most amazing friend, the most amazing piano oh, player, singer, oh. songwriter, extraordinaire, uh, Jeff Michael oh. Johnson's birthday. And we are back in Pop Kitchen. Thanks for joining us, Season guys. Season two, y'all. Stay with us for this ride. We are so excited for what's to come my name is uh we didn't even do like our intro or our outro we were so excited my name's jeff michael johnson and my name is leslie roy that was this is pop, pop kitchen, kitchen.